Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of Burn Nick and today we're going to be firing up a uh, another villager. Um, I know uh, we just had Renee from Villiger on our last episode, and uh, he is having a wonderful time in Las Vegas at uh, PCA 2023 right now. Uh, I have, will admit I have a really, really serious case of FOMO right now going on, looking at all the posts and activity and whatnot from PCA, but uh, there's always next year. Uh, but we'll get into that in a minute. But um, Renee was nice enough since he and I spoke to um, get a little care package sent to me. And so today I will be firing up the Villiger TAA Exclusive 2023 featuring this really great kind of uh, green and gold band going on there, both the, the, the regular band as well as the foot band there. It's a really fancy looking cigar. Just really, it's sharp. It's just absolutely sharp with that red, gold, and white uh, Villiger, you know, at the top and then that green and gold uh, on the TAA exclusive there. But he also sent a little bit of information about said cigar. So this, uh, as we detailed, is the VAA, uh, Villiger TAA exclusive 2023. Uh, this Toro box press six and a half, or six and a quarter by 52. It's a uh, tasty medium bodied cigar showing nutty coffee like character with impressions of almond and leather along with hints of cinnamon. Uh, it's made by Agonorsa Leaf in Nicaragua, and the wrapper is a Nicaraguan Habano with a Nicaraguan binder and filler. Um, looks like uh, MSRP on this guy is about 15 bucks, and uh, comes in a box of 20 So if you have a TAA uh, member shop near you, then you may very well be able to uh, go into that brick and mortar and uh, pick this guy up. Uh, it was limited to 500 boxes, so I don't know what's available out there in the world. But, uh, you know, yeah, if you're near a TAA shop, um, I would uh, I'd look into it because I have been really happy with the uh, 2020, 2021, and 2022 offerings from Villiger with TAA, so I'm looking forward to trying this one for a couple different reasons, not the least of which is that I really enjoy the TAA uh, exclusives that Villiger puts out, but um, the uh, fact that it's made at Agonorsa Leaf, I really enjoy Agonorsa Leaf cigars too, so I'm kind of like sitting here like, this this could be a real win. Um, as I sit here in the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, I am really pissed off at myself that I did not bring my salt gun out here because... Um, the, uh, the amount of flies buzzing around is significant. Um, I've, I've sat out here the last, you know, handful of days over the last week and I've, I've managed to take out quite a few of them, but evidently they, they just keep coming back. So anyway, um, if you're watching on the YouTube, you're going to see me swatting flies throughout the episode, but hopefully maybe the smoke kind of gets them cleared up a little bit. So why don't we go ahead and get this guy lit up. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan the Man Ponder, guys, he's uh, 
He's working uh, with his reps, putting in his PCA orders. He did not go to PCA, but he's putting in the orders, bringing in the new cigars. So there's going to be all kinds of fun stuff to try there at Riverman Cigar Company uh, after the uh, trade show. However, I would imagine, um, you know, as much stuff is coming in, Guys, there's already a lot of great stuff there that you're going to want to give a shot to. So if you're in the St. Louis area, swing by Riverman Cigar Company. Take a look in the humidor. He's got the walk-in. He's got all the cabinets. There's all kinds of great cigars there you're going to want to give a shot to. Um, and, uh, you know, he's got the lounge. He's got the 1,500-square-foot covered patio. It's a great day for that covered patio here today in St. Louis. It is a gorgeous day weather-wise. And um, I think we're going to have some gorgeous weather the next couple days. Later half of this week is looking a little dicey, and I'll, I'm a little pissy about that, and I'll get into that in a minute too. But um, anyway, you know, such is life. But, yeah, um, it's, uh, it's, it's a great day to sit outside at Day of the Man Ponder's Place and uh, fire up a cigar. But if you're not in the St. Louis area and you don't think you're going to be in the St. Louis area anytime soon, he does do mail order, so you can uh, give him a call, still support a brick-and-mortar lounge, and get your cigars ordered to you. And guys, you know, here's the thing. I hear people all the time talk about how the Internet's more, you know, cheaper than the brick-and-mortar. And, you know, that that's that's true. Um, you know, I, I on the surface, that's true. But, uh, you know, there's there's aspects of the brick-and-mortar you, you have to look into. There's... There's the fact that, uh, you know, he's got more taxes he's got to contend with. He's got, you know, other expenses that he's got to contend with. And I suppose it's one of those things where if you want to look at it this way, even if even if you don't care about all that, and you just, you know, you, you're, you're just wanting a, a good reason as to why you should support a brick and mortar over buying online. Um you know, I, I I will say that, uh, guys, we, we're coming into a time where we're more and more limited as to where we can smoke. And, you know, we need those those little oasises, those little little last refuge of the damned that are out there. So um, just think of it this way. For every if, if you're an online shopper and you buy your cigars online, if let's say you took half of your purchases that you would normally do online. Just half. Don't not all of them. I'm not saying all of them. Just do half and apply that to a brick and mortar. You know, just just reach out to a brick and mortar, uh be it Riverman, um obviously this being the Riverman ad, I would prefer it to be Riverman, but you know, but Riverman or whatever. And you just did half of your regular ordering instead of doing it online, you're doing it with a brick and mortar. That that the impact of that is huge. It's it's absolutely huge. And guys, you're going to you're going to be thankful one day when when everybody's telling you you can't smoke here. You're going to be thankful that those brick and mortars are out there that are telling you come on in and have a cigar. So, anyway, with that, Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. It's time I go ahead and cut my cigar cuz I am uh looking forward to that. And I just kind of nuked myself. I apparently still had some schmuckus in the uh in the cutter. I didn't clear it. Anyway, all right, going to give the Villiger TAA 2023 a cold draw here. And uh, see what is what. Ooh. Ooh. That is it's tasty. There's a sweetness to it. 
almost like a molasses-y kind of thing going on. Let me look at their flavor notes just to see. Nutty and coffee and almond and leather. Boy, I don't get... Maybe a nutty. Yeah, it's like a like a sweet nut. Anyway, that'll get clipped at some point, I'm sure. Oh, Jesus. That just burned. Anyway, I'm going to fire up my uh, cigar here. But, uh, man, the wind must be catching my flame or something. It's like hitting the, uh, hitting the old fingertip there. <laughs> that was highly unfortunate there. Um, wind must have caught my flame. Anyway, so... Wow. Um, cinnamon and spice <coughs> off of the retro hail, off the off the foot retro hail. Mm. No less. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This thing has got a little bit of oomph right off the bat. Um, currently the TA 2020. Uh, which I believe Villiger partnered with E.P. Carrillo to do, is my favorite. Um, however, I am going to see what I think of this one because uh, the the strength level right off the bat on this guy is making me really, really happy. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, um, now that we uh, have gotten into that, um, so today I'm going to address a couple of, uh, I got a couple of housekeeping things I want to take care of. Um, there's a little, there was a big, uh, well, there was an announcement out of PCA that I want to take care of. And I want to talk about what our PCA coverage, uh, later this week is going to look like. And then, um, uh, I have one piece of in the world news that I want to touch on and then we'll get into the kind of segments and that sort of thing. Um, but right off the bat, uh, you know, I haven't addressed it um, before now. Um, it did come up in the uh, uh, group chat associated with the uh, Cigar Pulpit Parishioners group page. Um, and I figured, you know, it's time I finally just kind of address it um, and just deal with it so that uh, um, everybody's aware. So for those of you who are not uh, in the pulpit parishioners group chat um on facebook um it was asked um where gator has been and um for a lot of reasons i'm not going to get into details um i'm just gonna say that uh gator is uh well he's done um we we have the the the, you know the gator and the pulpit have parted ways and uh, he has recorded his last episode, and uh, that's why for the last, dear God, the neighbors, um, for the last uh, month and a half or so, um, I guess two months now, um, right? Two months? It's been about two months. Uh, for the last like month and a half, two months, I've, I've been doing this on my own. Um, obviously, episodes by myself. Or not, um, they're not ideal for a lot of reasons. Um, not the least of which, I'm sure, is that 
you know, it's not as interesting listening to just one person. I understand that. I respect that. I'm just trying to give you guys some original content, um, even if it is just me. I'm trying to give you guys original content. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, like I said, not going to get into any of the specifics. Um, but I did just want to, like, finally clear the air and say that, yeah, you know, kill the mystery. Um, he's done. And uh, from here on, it's going to be me with a rotating cast of uh, second chairs and that sort of thing. Um, it's not not unheard of. You know, uh, many radio shows, other podcasts, things of that nature, you know, they have uh, characters and, and personalities cycle in and out. Um, it happens. You know, life happens. I guess that's what it boils down to is life happens and uh, you just kind of got to suck it up and deal with it. Um, you know, does that mean that the show is going to take on slightly a slightly different personality? Yes, it will. Um, you know, I would say... That since uh, his last show, um, I've been a little bit more uh, cigar focused. You know, there's this, there's some of the usual brand of wackiness that comes through when certain folks are on. Trey Mac springs to mind as an example. But, um, you know, it's just one of those situations where um, obviously the show is going to take on the personality of the people that are on it. And so it's just kind of got to be what it is so um yeah it's uh it's what it is um uh yeah i'm not gonna get in anymore so anyway just wanted to finally uh say that so that everybody can stop uh you know wondering what's what so the next bit of news it's a little happier news a little more cheery a little more joyful oh um, sorry I, since I'm doing this solo, you got to bear with me as I take puffs on my cigar. Um, Pulpit Fest, pul the third annual Pulpit Fest. Uh, kind of odd to be talking about this right off the heels of the uh, previous news item. But, uh, you know, the show must go on. Uh, third annual Pulpit Fest is coming up. And I wanted to announce dates. I announced this on social media the other day. But uh, Friday, September 22nd and Saturday, September 23rd is the third annual Pulpit Fest. And guys, um, I'm, I'm working to figure out a nice, fun weekend for everybody. Um, typically, the way this works is on Friday, uh, we will meet up at um, Top Shooters or somewhere. Um, you know, I, I need to talk to Top Shooters and confirm that we're cool with that date. But, um, I, I mean, we have to be cool with that date because that's the date that, you know, I can do this. Um, things get busy in... The month of September and especially the month of October get really busy. So um, it's one of those things that uh, it had to be that weekend. So um, anyway, Friday, uh, September 22nd, more than likely we will converge at Top Shooters. And all that tends to be is just a nice big get together it's they've got a great fire pit they've got a great outdoor patio um weather at that time of year will be fantastic and uh we could sit outside we could have cigars we can have drinks we can have food and we can just enjoy uh each other's company kind of get to know everybody who rolls into town last year we had about 35 or so people roll through um i'm hoping i'm hoping this year we can have uh, about the same or more. Um, obviously, there were some people last year that couldn't make it. 
um, that uh, I would, you know, be great to see. Lupe, looking at you, buddy. You're one of the ones that didn't make it last year that, um, you know, you've made it prior. Um, you know, so I'm hoping that this year we'll have uh, a number of people roll in for Pulpit Fest so that we can, uh, we can uh, you know, get things uh, started off right on Friday. Saturday, uh, plans are up in the air. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure all this out. So normally, Pulpit Fest coordinates with Dan uh, Ponder's uh, annual event at uh, the Riverman Cigar Company. However, due to a number of, there's a lot of um, moving parts here. And due to the, a lot of those moving parts, Dan is having to have his annual party uh, on Saturday, September 30th. Well, you know, I had various reasons why Pulpit Fest could not be that weekend. Um, I, that I'm not, you know, it's it's not important, but I had reasons why... It couldn't be that weekend. And so because of that, we're doing Pulpit Fest um, the weekend prior to Dan's events, which would be the following Saturday. But I still wanted to, you know, give all the listeners that come into town the opportunity to go buy Dan's place, um, support Dan, check out the humidor, see the great stuff he's got in. And so I know part of the plan on Saturday is to swing by Riverman and, um, you know, have everybody have a chance to check the place out, uh, grab some cigars and uh, support Dan because he's been a great supporter of the podcast. And, um, you know, I think it would only be right and fair for everybody to go by there and check that out. Um, I'm working on a few other things. Nothing I'm really ready to announce on the show just yet, but i um, hoping that we can get some fun activities scheduled for that Saturday. So um, bottom line, we're going to have some fun. It's going to be a good time. You're going to meet other listeners. So if you're looking to come in for Pulpit Fest, uh, it is Friday, September 22nd, Saturday, September 23rd. Um, if you're coming into town and you're needing a hotel, uh, I would say that you may consider hotels in um, Columbia, Illinois. There's a nice Hampton in there. Um, if you go across the river to Missouri there, you're looking at um, like South County area. You know, Arnold maybe wouldn't be um, a horrible location for a hotel if you're if you're looking um, to uh, to to get a hotel because it's kind of strategically located in between um, Top Shooters and uh, Riverman and um, you know some other places that are around. Uh, Arnold maybe wouldn't be a bad place to uh, to hit up. Uh, for a hotel, but the bottom line, and, and there's hotels there is what I'm saying, and it's right off the interstate, right off Interstate 55, so um, that wouldn't be a bad place to uh, to look for a hotel either, so anyway, uh, you know, if anybody has any questions, anybody has any like, hey, I'm looking at this hotel, is it sketchy, can you let me know, just send me a DM uh, either through Instagram or hit me up on the Pulpit Parishioners group or send me an email at Nick at, Ofa um, Nick at uh, CigarPulpit.com. Sorry, I was giving out my newspaper email address there. Um, Nick at CigarPulpit.com, and I can answer any questions you have. But hopefully we get to see a lot of you there at Pulpit Fest September 22nd and September 23rd. And I don't want to hear from anybody going to the New England Cigar Festival that, uh, you know, 
uh, they couldn't make it because, you know, it doesn't correspond with that weekend. So you can do both. You can literally hit my event one weekend and then go to the New England Cigar Festival the next weekend. And and I'm probably going to have free cigars for you guys as well. Again, need to get some few things in line, you know, planning being what it is. Um, but uh, I know in previous years we've had cigars from United. We've had cigars from uh, uh, Aladino. Um, obviously, we've since brought on Villiger. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what kind of what kind of great cigars we have uh, for everybody at uh, this year's Pulpit Fest. Mm. Now, speaking of great cigars. I'm digging the hell out of this Villager TA2023. So far, I'm not very far into it. I've been talking a lot, obviously. But uh, the uh, smoke output on it's been really great. The draw on it's fantastic. I mean, you can tell this was a quality-made cigar. And knowing that it comes from Aganorsa Leaf, that, that, that tells me quite a bit about this cigar. Hmm. <coughs> oh, wow. That spice. Oh, man. <laughs> that spice. The, there's a... There, yeah, the spice on the retrohale is definitely present, and it lingers in the nostrils quite a bit. But I'm, 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 I'm really enjoying this so far, and I'm really happy. Um, again, if you guys are near a TAA shop and they have this, you're, you're, you owe it to yourself to give it a shot. Um... So why don't we now go ahead and pivot to the first bit of news that uh, I wanted to talk about. There was an announcement that came from the uh, PCA show in Vegas going on right now. And again, like I said, got a nice big case of FOMO from not having gone out to PCA this year. But, um, you know, for a lot of reasons, uh, financials being the top one, it just didn't work out for me this year. But uh, hopefully next year I can make it work. Um, this year, though, they uh, are in Las Vegas in July. Next year, they are still in Las Vegas. Uh, however, they will be in Las Vegas March the 22nd through the 25th. This is where the news comes in. It was announced that uh, PCA 2025 will be held in New Orleans on April 11th through the 14th of that year. Um, a lot of people, it, it seems like there's some excitement about the idea of it switching to New Orleans, um, going to be held in April, which is a month later than next year. So, you know, that's, that's not bad. I mean, if it settles in April and, uh, whatnot, I don't think that's a bad choice necessarily. Um, I'm going to say this, and this is potentially a hot take. Um, some folks may agree with me on this. Some folks may disagree with me on this. But this is where I come down on this decision. I don't like New Orleans. I just don't like New Orleans. I've gone to the city. I've been there. Um, you know, there's. Uh, it's, it's not like I've never been. Um, but it's just not my favorite place. Uh, April, at least, will not be, like, ridiculously hot and humid and gross. Um, it should be pleasant there weather-wise, I would anticipate, in April. Um, but the city itself, I'm just not a fan. Um, 
it just I'm going to say this and uh, I don't mean it in any sort of derogatory, you know, Katrina joke kind of way or anything like that. But it, it's a city that feels like it needs a bath. It needs a shower. It's just dirty. Like, I, I, I just, I'm not a fan of that city. It feels like it's, I don't know. It's just my personal opinion. So am I excited about PCA moving to New Orleans in April of uh, 2015 or 2025? No, I'm not particularly. I wish they would have gone elsewhere. Um, I'm, I'm all for them taking it out of Vegas. Uh, leave Vegas, you know, let, let Vegas lie for a little while. Um, Tampa, I feel like would have been an amazing option. Um, I feel like Tampa would have been a great option. Again, I keep going back to what was said and I believe 2020, uh, you know, somebody with PCA mentioned that they talked with Indianapolis. I would have loved Indianapolis. Um, there has been, um, uh, some rumor of maybe St. Louis. Obviously, I'd have been in favor of that. I mean, my God, it's my backyard. But, um, you know, I just... I, I'm not a fan of New Orleans. If they would have said Chicago, I would not have been a fan of that either. I'm not a fan of New of Chicago. Um, there are just some cities that you've been to that you're just not... I'm not a fan of Seattle. I hate Seattle. I hate Seattle. Hate Seattle so much. I'm not a fan of Seattle. I have never dealt with more pretentious, uppity people than when I was in Seattle. And the weather was horrific. The only time I saw the sun was the last day when I was heading to the airport. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like Seattle at all. Um, you know, so apologies to those of you who live in Seattle, Chicago, and New Orleans. I hate your cities. So um, it is what it is. But. Anyway, I, uh, you know, that was the big news that came out of that. I do think it's good that they're shifting to April, so they're not right on the, you know, it gives a little bit of space in between um, TPE and PCA for those companies that do both. Um, but I am not the biggest fan of the location. What? You know what? They didn't confer with me, and evidently my opinion doesn't matter. So, you know. I don't know why I'm even discussing it, but anyway, I just wanted to let you all know that uh, that was one bit of big news. Now, in terms of other news coming from PCA, um, I have a man on the show floor going around, and he is uh, gathering up his notes and 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 taking uh, taking in the show and kind of getting his. Uh, his thoughts and opinions all gathered and ready for me, and I will be having him on Friday's show. Um, a friend of the show, Ken Clarich, who owns uh, Ashes and A Ashes and Ale. I always screw this up. Um, oop, can't escape out of that because I need that. And let's just uh, do a quick Google search here. It's uh, Ash and Ale Lounge. In uh, Palm Coast, Florida, um, Ken Clarich, who owns Ash and Ale, he is uh, at the PCA right now. 
He is going around booth to booth and uh, buying up stock for his uh, his shop. He's meeting people. He's having a great time. He met up with Renee from Villiger the other day. Um, he actually reached out to me and was like, hey, can you message Renee and let him know I'm going to be at the booth? And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, I can. So, you know, we made that happen. But uh, I know that Ken is going around meeting everybody, getting cigars and having a great time. But he is going to come on to the show on Friday uh, with me and discuss his thoughts on PCA 2023 uh, highlights, lowlights, what he saw that excited him, things of that nature, and uh, we'll kind of go from there. So um, you have that to look forward to on Friday's show. So I'm not going to get into all of the different, uh, you know, PCA-related things um, that I've seen this week. I mean, there's been some cigars that have caught my interest. Uh, Seems like everybody is doing Sumatra. Like, everybody is doing Sumatra. And I don't know if that's, uh, you know, because that's the cigar, the, the, the tobacco that's available or what. But, like, uh, the cigar industry got the memo, and they are doing Sumatra. So, you know, we got that going on. Um, but uh, hopefully some will be better than others, I'm sure. But, you know, there's that. Uh, expensive cigars are definitely uh, happening, too. You've got... You know, the uh, $300 Oliva, you've got the $100 Unicorn um, from Dunbarton, you've got the $100, I mean, that's been around before, but still, you know, you've got a $100 cigar coming from Rocky Patel, I think I heard um, somewhere, so, you know, expensive cigars are around, but there's also some nice affordable ones, too, um, that uh, people need to look into, Um, but yeah, so I don't know, we'll get into all this on Friday's show. Um, today, before we get into the regular segments, um, I wanted to touch on a news article that crossed my desk, and um, it's been reported on a number of sites, but it actually started, I guess, as a TikTok video. There's a woman who, uh, uh, I guess this was early July, um, I mean, the, the article's dated July 3rd, but... I don't know exactly when the video was put out. She was on a... uh... Sorry, I got to keep the cigar going here, guys. It is a cigar podcast, even though I'm about to talk about something really weird. Um, There's a woman on an American Airlines jet who had a meltdown um, over what she called an imaginary passenger. And in this video, she storms up the aisle and she's yelling. She says... Quote, I'm telling you I'm getting the fuck off and there's a reason why I'm getting the fuck off and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two fucks, but I'm telling you right now, that motherfucker back there is not real. You can sit on this plane and you can die with them or not. I'm not going to. Um, the long and short of it is she uh, apparently thought that this was an imaginary for some reason she thought it was an imaginary passenger and she had to um you know she had to get off she was not gonna sit next to him she was not gonna be on the plane with him whatever and she flipped out the tiktok user who posted the video claimed that the woman did not get arrested and got back through security after the whole plane had to deplane so apparently i guess they had to deplane you know in order to uh to get this woman taken care of. Um, so there's that going on. But um, now there's other um, thoughts on this. And one of them 
I guess uh, here, here's another article about it. And um, it, she was getting ready to depart the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport on Sunday, July 2nd, 2023. Um, the long and short of it is um, people are speculating. They're speculating that this person, this imaginary passenger that she was next to, may have been a reptilian shapeshifter. Now, this article says that it's a fictitious character or creature able to change its physical form at will, uh, change its body and pose as a human, not the novel one. It's been, you know, part of pop culture and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. Um, But anyway, um, yeah, people are alleging that maybe she was sat next to a reptilian shapeshifter, reptile man, and that maybe she was able to briefly see past his facade of a normal human being and do that. Um, they said that the uh, woman in question did not seem drunk. That was um, uh, quoted in this article. Um, but yeah, so for what it is, um, there's that thought. Now, um, Representative from American Airlines confirmed the incident, stated that after getting off the aircraft, the lady left the airport without incident. And that's a quote. However, the identity of the woman is still undetermined, and many are wondering what happened to her. Um, The reptile people have her. Let's be real. That's what happened to her. The reptile people got her. Because, you know, they they realized that she saw past their, their facade, and that cannot be allowed. You cannot let humans see past the reptilian facade and that leads us into today's villager entertainment report brought to you by villager cigars and uh as i'm here trying desperately to keep my villager taa 2023 going as i talk uh you guys need to look into villager cigars they are available They're available at a number of brick-and-mortar shops around the country. You can go to their website, check out their store locator to see where near you you can get Villager cigars. And uh, you're going to want to. That 1888 Nicaragua that I smoked on the last show that is premiering at the PCA uh, trade show right now, fantastic cigar. Really, really enjoyed it. Digging the hell out of this TAA 2023. The La Libertad is one of my favorite uh, go-tos that they put out. Um you know, they have some really great cigars, so you're going to want to try uh, Villager Cigars. And uh, like I said, head on over to the website, check the store lake locator, figure out where they're at, and get you some. Because you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna thank yourself. You're really going to thank yourself. So um, this is the point in the show when I discuss uh, entertainment items, be it shows, movies, books, podcasts, whatever, that uh, have caught my interest. And... Um, that news article got me thinking. I just started watching Secret Invasion over on Disney Plus. It's the new Marvel show on Disney Plus. It has uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. He's back, and there's a uh, conspiracy where the shape-shifting Skrull aliens have started taking over uh, the world in secret by impersonating human beings. And basically, there's an invasion going on. We're just behind the game. And it makes you wonder, it makes you wonder if maybe this woman on this American Airlines flight saw a reptile man that has uh, maybe uh, 
taking over a human being here in our world because, you know, I was talking with somebody over at uh, Centino's the other day, and we were discussing aliens and this sort of thing. And one of the things that uh, popped up was that it does feel like the government has kind of been admitting more and more that there's some truth. You know, you're seeing videos from uh, Air Force pilots. You're seeing, uh, you know, cockpits and things of that nature. You're seeing you're seeing evidence. NASA's looking into some stuff. Congress is looking into things. There's a little bit more starting to trickle out. And it makes you wonder if the government has known about the existence of these aliens for quite some time. And they're just now trickling it out because they know they can't just dump it out there. They can't just say, hey, guys. By the way, we've known for 50 years that there's aliens. Here's all the proof because it'll create mass panic. So what do we do? We trickle it out very slowly, get people used to the idea so that when it finally does come about, then it's like, eh, no big deal, you know? Um, and I think, you know, I, it's safe to say that Hollywood is part of this. Um, there's a lot that you could argue that Hollywood has, uh, has done to kind of seed the cloud a little bit. So maybe the secret invasion show is to showcase that, yeah, you know what? There are reptile people out there in the world, and maybe uh, you might be sitting one on an American Airlines flight. I don't know. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Um, the person that I was talking to at Santino's pointed out that what happens in all these disaster movies? All the rich people get together in a rocket, and they blow, you know, zoom off into space to go find the next home. You know, while we're, you know, while we poor people are left behind on Earth to fend for ourselves as our planet dies. Um, you know, and he pointed out, what's Elon Musk doing? Building a city on Mars. Oh yeah, and he's also got his rocket ship company. And oh yeah, Jeff Bezos has his penis rocket that he's flying rich people into space with. So maybe, just maybe. The rich people have been getting us ready through Hollywood to say they're going to abandon us, you know, so maybe that's what's going on. I don't know, but it's an interesting thought. Um, anyway, but that show's been entertaining. Um, I've been a little off on the Marvel products lately. I, truthfully, you know, I made fun of Jeff about it. You know, after Endgame, um, the quality kind of did dip a little bit, and I'm kind of... Uh, I've done, you know, some of them's been okay. I, I haven't, there's been a few movies I haven't watched. There's been a handful of the TV shows I haven't watched. This, the Secret Invasion show is the first time I've kind of dipped back into those waters. I have a fucking semi-truck going down my street. What is this? I just, you know, I live in a, a residential, anyway, whatever. Um, what else have I been watching? Oh, Righteous Gemstones. I caught up on Righteous Gemstones. I watched all of season two. And I am now caught up on season three. I just watched, actually, uh, the most recent episode uh, earlier today. So I'm 100% caught up on Righteous Gemstones. Season two was, I think, a lot, it was really good. I liked it probably a little better than season one. Season three, so far, hasn't hooked me in quite as well as season two did. Um, you know, season two was just so good. Season three has been, it's been all right. Oh. Uh, Steve Zahn is uh, in season three, and it's kind of nice seeing him. I haven't seen him in a lot of things lately. I mean, realistically, um, he was in a ton of stuff in the early 2000s, and then it seems like Steve Zahn just kind of disappeared. And so it's kind of nice to see Steve Zahn back in something. So um, that's that's been good. What else have I been watching? Oh, I watched a documentary. 
that I want to talk to you guys about. It's a three-part documentary done by ABC News. It's on Hulu, and it's called The Ashley Madison Affair. And it's all about the website Ashley Madison. And for those of you who don't know, um, I don't know how you don't, but maybe you're more innocent than some of the rest of us. Ashley Madison is essentially a dating site, but it's designed for people that want to have an extramarital affair. Um, and their whole thing was, you know, they'll keep it quiet, blah, 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 super private, and whatever. And, of course, what ended up happening was somebody hacked Ashley Madison, got all their user data, told Ashley Madison, take the website down in 30 days where we're going to release everything. And, <laughs> surprise, they didn't do it. And so they released all of the data on all of the customers of Ashley Madison. That's how Josh Duggar got in trouble because it found out that he was on Ashley Madison. There were other people, you know, that got in trouble. But um, the long and short of it is AshleyMadison.com was hacked. All these user data, all this user data was put out in the world and whatever. Then it was found out that Ashley Madison was creating fake profiles of women because they had like 24 million men subscribers and like. Four million women. I'm making these numbers up, but it's close, but not not exact. Um, women subscribers, and so you know, you'd have thousands and thousands of men um, for every uh, for every woman that was on that site, and so they were making up fake female uh, profiles in order to you know give these guys something to interact with, but obviously. You can only interact with them so much, you know, as it, it, it's basically a chat bot. And so um, there was lawsuits and this and that and whatever. Anyway, the bottom line was it was a very interesting documentary um, on this. And I, I found it interesting. But one of the things, you know, they, they're talking about all oh, these poor people whose information was released and this and that and whatever. And I just for the life of me, I don't know. I don't have pity for anybody that was using Ashley Madison because, you know, A, it was designed as a website for people to have extramarital affairs. I, you know, I don't have any pity for anybody that was using that tripe for that. Additionally, if you're dumb enough to go onto a website and... Give your information over, be it your email, whatever. Even if you're using a fake name, you know, whatever. You're, you're giving over your information to sign up. You're giving over your information to sign up. And then you're using your credit card to buy credits so that you can communicate with people on this website. I do not have pity for you that, you know, your information got disseminated. Because the thing about it is, what did you expect? Did you seriously expect that this company was not going to maintain a database of its users? And I, you know, now this is something that I will say, um, Ashley Madison did that was very unscrupulous. They offered a program where they would like, what they, I don't remember the term they used, but it was like basically a, like a, a final deletion. Basically they'd scrub you completely from their servers, uh, for like 20 bucks. And they were raking in money off of people you know, that were paying this 20 bucks to delete their, their information off their servers. I don't know if they actually even did it, truthfully. I, you know, it didn't sound like in the documentary they actually were even doing that. So that's pretty shitty of them. Um, if you're going to promise a service of deleting this information, then you, you know, you need to do it. Um, but anyway, um, 
Yeah, it, it was an interesting documentary, one that I think posed some moral questions about, you know, who the real victims are and blah, 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 and everything else. It, it was interesting. Um, and it was interesting for me as somebody who's been on the dating apps, too, because what's funny is, so Ashley Madison came out before, you know, Tinder and all these dating apps and everything, right? And um, now... Now you go on these dating apps, and the shit you see on these dating apps, I mean, you've got the polyamorous and the ethically non-monogamous folks on there, where they're they're on there, and they're saying, in a happy relationship, looking for a side something or other. You've got couples that are on there looking for a third or another couple to join them. I mean, you... It's it's very interesting in that Ashley Madison kind of like rose as this spot to have extramarital affairs and it it marketed itself like that. Whereas if they just would have maybe just been but maybe if they were just another dating site, they wouldn't have gotten the kind of attention they wanted and the traffic they wanted. But the bottom line is that like all that shit finds you anyway. You know, so like, why do you have to market yourself just for that little segment of the audience? You know, I, I don't know. But anyway, um, you see some fucked up stuff on the uh, on the dating apps. And uh, to be honest, Ashley Madison kind of seems a little tame in comparison now that having watched that documentary and everything. I mean, it's like I could find some really messed up stuff on Tinder right now if I wanted to. Um, don't want to, but could. So. Anyway, whatever. Um, so that's been the Villager Entertainment Report. That's what I've been watching is uh, Secret Invasion, Righteous Gemstones, and uh, I watched that Ashley Madison Affair documentary. Um, so now, why don't we go ahead and jump into this? We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza, and Terranova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. Okay, so I'm going to use... Uh, it's going to be a little different today. Um, I, I Through scrolling to this weekend, I found a little moral conundrum that I wanted to... Uh, to use in the one must go and it's called the trolley problem it's an ethical dilemma by a woman named uh, philippa foot and the problem states a runaway train is speeding down the track there are five people on the track up ahead the only thing you can do is throw a switch that moves the train onto another line unfortunately that line also has somebody on it so you have two options Option A, you can do nothing, and five people will die, but you could have saved them. Option B, throw the switch, one person will die, but you most definitely killed them because you threw the switch to make it go onto their line instead of the other one. So which do you choose? And this is one of those ones where, you know, you have to wrestle with uh, the good of the many outweigh the good of the few, or, you know, is it a situation where you can tell yourself um, that uh, if you do nothing, then you I wasn't involved. I didn't get involved. And, 
you know, you can can you wrestle with uh, taking those five five victims, you know, off of your back if if that's your mindset. Um, I don't know. It, it, it was an interesting question and one that uh, I think is worth exploring a little bit. Um, so I may bring this up as a future one must go for other people when I have other guests on and things like that, because I think it does kind of, you know, real, reveal a little bit of the inner mindset. But um, I think if I had that choice and I were in that position and option A was to let do nothing and let five people die that I could have saved. Or option B is to do something, flip the switch, and it will guarantee that the one person on that other line will die. The unfortunate fact is I think for that one person, I think they're host because I think I would go with saving the five people over the one. Um, it's just it sucks. It's it's a no win situation. Well, I think I think in this case, the good of the many outweigh the good of the few, and you do what you can to save. You know, you've got you essentially have six people to save. Do you save one or do you save five? And I think the answer is you save five, and you know, hope that you can uh, live with yourself for the one. But that's kind of where I fall on that. Where do you guys fall? Um. You know, maybe uh, maybe this is something you could bring up in uh, your phone calls. Uh, ask the boys. I do need your phone calls for that. That's coming up near the end of the month. Area code 863-874-0000. Uh, not quite sure who's going to be on with me yet. Mr. Jonathan is always invited back if he would so choose. Um, you know, but I'll, I'll have somebody. I, I know I'll have somebody on with me. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so make sure you get your uh, phone calls in for Ask the Boys, area code 863-874-0000. And that's been this week's one, or this episode's One Must Go. The One Must Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United we smoke. Okay. So I am, I've been smoking very slow, because obviously I'm talking. But uh, I'm probably nearing I'm, I'm getting closer to the end of the first third on this villager uh taa 2023 and um it's just a fantastic cigar it truly is uh, the i cannot say enough about the construction of this thing um you know i i've had to kind of touch up the light on it a little bit uh only because i've been talking so much and i've been kind of letting it go but realistically, the smoke production on it's great. The draw on it's great. The constructions on it is great. Um, Flavor-wise, um, I am getting uh, that spices on the retro hail on the actual drawing experience. It is kind of a nutty component to the actual cigar. Um, the flavor on the cigar. It's a medium-bodied cigar, I would say. Um, I don't. I you know, it's not. Uh, it's not super light, but it's definitely not anything oppressive or heavy. Um, that would be too much for somebody to try. So yeah, I'm really, really enjoying. This is this is a very wonderful cigar, and I'm thankful to Renee for sending me some samples. I'm thankful to the uh, fine folks at Villiger for partnering with Agonorsa Leaf to make this. Thankful to Agonorsa Leaf for partnering with them for making it. I mean, it's 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 one of those things that sometimes when uh, 
these uh, partnerships come along, um, you know, they, they sing. And this is one that, that really does sing really, really well. So why don't we now learn a little bit about my monthly cigars? This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! Guys, don't forget about fucking good coffee. When you're over there at My Monthly Cigars, make sure you try the fucking good coffee. Um, he's got the lounge blend. He's got the, the pulpit uh, daily press. Um, you know, there's uh, a lot of other really great flavors. I know the guys at the Smoking Butts and Tappin' Ash, they tried the bourbon barrel age coffee this weekend and really, really enjoyed it. And uh, there's just some really great blends over there at Fucking Good Coffee. So make sure you try that as well. That's Fucking Good, F A H King. Uh, good.coffee or goodcoffee.com and uh, but then like I said it's also available on mymonthlycigars.com so you can go there get your cigars and your coffee and everybody's happy um anyway so yeah coming up on the show on Friday uh, Ken Clarich uh, from um, Ash and Ale he's going to be joining me to discuss the PCA trade show um, then coming up after that uh, we should have the uh, the July My Monthly Cigars box. Um, you know, got to get that in and, and open that. I should have that in hand in the next couple of days. Um, and then uh, from there, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens from there. I know uh, post-PCA, a lot of people get really busy because reps and, and manufacturers and everybody, they hit the road and uh, they, they schedule a lot of store appearances at these trade shows. And so I know that they, you know, hit the road and they get going with stuff and, and sales and everything. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, coming up, I know I'm going to have more um, great gas. And more great content for you guys. You know, I'm I'm trying. Um, you know, it's uh yeah. Um it's been it's been an interesting uh couple of months, let's put it that way. Trying to get everything, you know, in line and put together and, and, and all that, but uh definitely trying. So anyway, um you know, and, and to to be fair, there's been a lot of listeners that have reached out and have offered to uh come on um, it's not that, uh, I'm not interested in having listeners join me. Obviously I've had a few, uh, it really does come down to coordination and schedule. Um, specifically, um, you know, uh, I, I, you know, I, I am a busy guy and so I fit these, I fit the recordings in oftentimes it's not that I have a set recording day and time. Um, that's something that, uh, <laughs> was a bone of contention, but, um, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, you fit this in where you can, as long as you get it done before the deadline, meaning Tuesdays and Fridays, um, you know, you fit it in where you can. And sometimes that can be difficult to do when you're coordinating with, um, people. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's just something that has to be done, but, 
Anyway, um, no, but I know there's been a number of listeners. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I think Seth offered, um, you know, Bears offered, um, Luke has offered, um, Teddy. There's been a number of guys that I know have stepped up and said that they'd be willing to come on and, and you know, join me on the show. So, you know, we'll have some of that. Um, you know, we used to do the Listener Interaction Tuesdays. And that's, I mean, at this point, it's less formal than that. I mean, that was like the last Tuesday of every month we had a listener on kind of thing. This would be a little less formal than that. It'd be basically like, when can you do it and when can we make it happen? So, um, you know, we'll we'll figure that out. But anyway, um, final thoughts on the uh, Villiger TAA 2023. I'm really enjoying this cigar. It's it's just been a real treat to smoke. Thankfully, I have another couple in the house that I can uh, enjoy. And uh, we'll go from there. Um, one of the things that, uh, I don't know, I have some I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. I have some things cooking that uh, would be fun to do. It really does come down to um, time more than anything, you know, specifically uh, having the time to do it. Um, but I'm hoping that um, um, a side project that I've got going on now, I can pivot and use for this to where I can get you guys a little bit more content in a different kind of format so that, um, you know, there's a little bit more coming out of, uh, camp pulpit, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that at a later date. But anyway, in the meantime, you can reach out to us, uh, and follow us on Instagram at the cigar pulpit. You can, uh, join up the, uh, cigar pulpit parishioners group on Facebook. It's a fun group. A lot of people in there sharing what cigars are smoking. The Pulpit Parishioners group chat on the Facebook Messenger has been really active lately. That's been a lot of fun. Um, there's Twitter where I don't really do much of anything, um, but probably should at some point or another. YouTube where you can watch this. And then, again, do need your calls for Ask the Boys. Area code 863-874-0000. And you can uh, give us a call and uh get in on the show that it would be typically the last show of the month um for uh for those purposes um uh but i think last month it was the second to last show it was when mr jonathan and trey mac were available to record so anyway um get your calls in so that we can get those answered and uh we'll go from there anyway um I don't think there's much else, and, uh, you know, I'd say that uh, if you're going to be taking a flight anywhere anytime soon, make sure you're sitting next to a real person, not an imaginary person or a reptile man, and uh, otherwise, um, you know, uh, keep it safe. If you're uh, at the PCA show and you have some uh, thoughts about the show, Give us a call at the hotline. Say, you know, leave us a message there, uh, talking about the show. Again, area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero. And uh, you know, I'd like to know. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like other. You know, lots of opinions on that. That would be good. Um, and then let me know your thoughts on the train dilemma. If uh, if you would let one or five people die. Anyway, guys, uh, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit, and uh, I'm Nick. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.
yeah, and I need to get new intro music because apparently my new, new intro music is being used by somebody else already, and I didn't realize that, and so now i got to find new intro music. But uh, I'll take care of that later. So anyway, uh, sorry, Abe. Talk to you guys.